everybody welcome to tea talks with queen i'm your host queen and in this tea talk it will just be me (laughs) um and we will be discussing self-discovery and growth and with this episode it's just about self-acceptance and understanding how to sit with yourself and what exactly that means for you um as you will hear me say a lot in this season everything does not look the same to everybody everybody does not do everything the same way so we just have to understand what fits us and a part of discovery and growth is understanding what suits you and your needs in the time and space that you're in um because some things that we have picked up along the way on our journey now are not things that we needed two years ago so just understanding when and why you need certain things is important and um, that's what we'll be discussing in this episode. And please keep in mind that this is all from my perspective and my story. So um, while I hope that you're able to learn something from me, I will definitely love and am honored to learn something from you. Anyways, I hope you are having a wonderfully amazing morning, um, afternoon, evening, and night. And yeah, enjoy the show and I'll talk to y'all later. It is not my intention with any of my episodes to offend anybody. So if I do, please forgive me. Um, That was never my intention. And I hope you receive that and enjoy the show. So self-growth, discovery, and truth. Uh, When it comes to those things, I feel like when you talk about self-care, that is a stage where you come to a point of realization. Um, and for me, that was actually this past summer, 2021 summer, and it was a really good summer, but it was a really rough summer. So from there to now around December, January, this has been a, um, true journey because self-care, it started, it really did start out really pretty for me, you know, with the bubble baths and doing my hair, listening to music all day, journaling, praying, meditating. Those are my things. And then I had to look in the mirror and figure out that you cannot change overnight. It's a hard way. And I just had to sit there with myself really late at night and just, you know, listen to my thoughts and see what was going on in order to make a connection between experiences and who I am now um in order to make the connection between bad habits and things that I consider to be I guess like a form of protection against people you know just all those things like it's it's so much the way it's connected so when we talk about first when we talk about truth I feel like we we don't make an obligation or an agreement to be honest with ourselves if that makes sense like even though we know we have flaws as human beings we won't openly admit the flaws we have to ourselves me personally i didn't do that like i was sitting here you know joking with my friends yeah i'm a little superficial sometimes or you know i might I might block somebody if I get bored or whatever, whatever. But even though those were jokes, it was, it was bad habits. It was really bad patterns and it's, it's simple flaws. You know, I'm a human being. 
I'm going to have them, but I didn't acknowledge it as something I, as something that needed to be worked on. And I think when you talk about self-growth and discovery and releasing bad habits, you will release them when you are supposed to. I know that sounds really strange, but it's, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's okay to acknowledge that you need to work on procrastination or um, your relationships with people and how you perceive them and things like that. But also, it is not something that you have to force. The same way that we don't like people to force relationships with us, it's the same way we shouldn't force relationships with ourselves. Even though it is a very important thing, it does not happen overnight. Um, as easy as it seems and as it sounds, you know, while watching TV or while hearing other people talking about it, talking to yourself like you were somebody on the street when they're acting crazy, it's a whole different thing. And sometimes you're not going to like the way you have to talk to yourself in an effort to become better. I didn't. For example, when I was going through it over the summer, my brother was like, you have to check yourself. You have to check yourself like dad would check us or mom would check you. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know if I can do that because they'd be a little harsh. And it took a minute because you don't, I don't want to say you, but I didn't want to see myself outside of what other people saw me as, if that makes sense. So in school and to mentors, um, to associates and the people that I worked with and learned from, it was always Queen, you are you are a really open minded young lady. You are genuine, you are respectful. You know, it's it's all of of course it's all of those compliments because when you go out in the world, you do put on your best face. And so I wanted to see what people who didn't really know me saw and I'm not saying I was a bad person because I'm not but everybody has flaws that they need to work on and I wasn't ready to see those for what they were because in the beginning I was genuinely disappointed in myself and I just it felt like I couldn't even look at myself like wow like you can be selfish you can be you can be rude and malicious at times you know, and those are things that I had to look at myself and say, and it's not as easy to read yourself as it is to read somebody else, because you can just, like, if somebody pushes you to a breaking point, you can just dig and dig until you can't no more, and you don't have anything else to say to them, but when it comes to yourself, like, yes, even though when we joke about our insecurities and our flaws and our habits, when it really comes to yourself and disappointing yourself, it's the opposite. It's like you can't even look in the mirror. It's like anything you hear, well, for me, anything I heard that was positive or that was, you know, encouraging or should have been a boost to my self-esteem, I was like, shut up. That's not true. Like, it's not. And I didn't feel good because it was, that was a shift in growth and honesty with myself. And I had to be honest and say, like, this is what you got going on and you need to work on it. And that did not happen overnight. 
So I think when we talk about like, yes, just because you read an article on self-truth and and opening up to yourself or the world, it doesn't mean that you're going to do that overnight. And I'm going to keep stressing that because that's what it feels like you can do. Like anytime somebody would tell me, you just got to talk to yourself the way you would somebody on the street if they were messing with you or, you know, if if somebody was really rubbing you the wrong way, you got to get in your own behind that way. And I was just like, I can do that. And then I like, that's it. I can't do this. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I cannot do this. And so it really is a long look in the mirror and it takes, it takes more than a week. It might even take more than a couple of months, but it is about doing better. And you don't have to do it all in one day. You don't have to do it all in one swoop. Um, and sometimes it just comes, it, it, while you want to let go of certain things, it is okay to come to the realization that you're not ready to let go of all things. And that is okay. I feel like people, not, not people, mainstream society stresses having a toxic free life which is incredible having a toxic free life eliminating yourself of the bad people of the bad habits of the terrible sleep schedule the terrible diet you know what whatever anybody may be struggling with that is a negative aspect removing yourself and reading yourself of those things which is great but i also realize that sometimes you're not ready to let go and that's okay as long as you don't let those things that you're still holding on to fester and impact the relationships around you. A great example of this is I have a I have a habit of if I feel a shift in my relationship, friendships really, in my relationships with people, I have like if it's one day where they sound like they have a problem or like they don't really want to be bothered or whatever, you know. If I feel like that type of negative shift in the relationship, I have a habit of just dropping it because I constantly used to think that, okay, if they're feeling this way, eventually they're going to drop me, which is false, like, which is proven to be false because I've been wrong every single time, but I thought it was right, you know. and. I was sitting here journaling one day and I understood why I do that. And while I was talking about old habits I had gotten over, like judging people, I don't judge people out loud, but, you know, preconceived notions of people or um, things like that. That was, those are habits I have improved. But I realized I was like, I'm not ready to let go of that whole dropping people before they drop me thing I I just I'm still kind of not willing to let it go because I'm like I I think it's gonna prove to do something right for me <laughs> in the future being that I am in college and things like that and I personally see it as a form of protection from certain people like from them harming your space and who you are as an individual so your little bubble so I see it as as that you know and that's why I'm not willing to let go of it but I also realized 
understand that you're not ready to let go and tackle those things, but do not let them interfere with the strong bonds that you already have is what I had to do. Because if I let it interfere with those, I'm going to be alone. <laughs> I'm going to be lonely, you know, so, and the joke is just going to be on me because that would be a pattern, a consistent pattern, of just keeping up things. And I will always refer to the little pocket in this podcast. And I put that little, that little trait that I'm not willing to give up yet. I put it in my pocket because one day I might need to use it, but I have to, and even in understanding that and understanding I'm not ready to let it go, I have to understand why I do it in the first place. And then understanding that sometimes when you, like for me, for example, this is just a plain example. When you think about your friendship with somebody and you're like, okay, they seem a little mad today that I do something or why are they talking to me like that? Like they have a problem, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. But um, just based off of something like that, I may have been willing to just let that person go, but on old me, <laughs> but now I'm like, well, does the good outweigh the bad? And this isn't a reoccurring thing. This is only one time, like understanding the patterns behind these relationships before I actually give them up. That's important. So it helps me to really think on how I bond with people instead of just giving up those bonds like it was nothing um because they mean something you know we are we know people for a reason for seasons for lifetimes whatever but we meet everybody for a reason to learn something and understanding how much you have learned if you have learned anything does help you to acknowledge whether or not or help me to acknowledge whether or not dropping those people in those situations was justifiable and so I have to have those sit downs and conversations with myself and look in the mirror and say yeah you know that was very arrogant of you or you know that was like you know you could have hurt that person and you probably did so you need to get yourself together like those are the talks I have to have and I personally do not see myself as a person who hurts other people so when I had to come to that realization I was really sitting there like I I didn't I didn't hurt their feelings. Like I didn't hurt them. Like, no, that's not who I am. I'm a very kind person, but no, you got a mean streak. Like you need to get that under control, you know? And that is a part of self-truth, which leads to growth. And without those hard talks, without those moments that you long probably sit down and just sit there crying, like, I'm a terrible person. You're not. You're not a terrible person. You're just realizing that. You have things to work on and it's okay to have things to work on is what I had to learn the hard way because I've always been used to expectations and what is right and what is wrong. And I rarely, I rarely go below those expectations and I rarely do what's wrong um, according to other people's standards. So being that I was always going by other people's standards and their perspectives. I thought I was in the clear for myself and for, you know, the world around me. But what I had to realize was I didn't have no expectations of myself. 
And that's a part of growth is understanding what are your expectations for yourself. Because according to everybody, I was I was good. I was good. And, you know, you are further along than a lot of kids your age or you're thinking about this and thinking about that. Such and such isn't even considering these things. Like you are definitely going places. And since you hear that you're going places from people that you feel you need validation from, you're thinking you're in the clear, right? But receive validation from yourself before you even think of receiving validation from others is what I had to learn. Because I think we forget as, yes, as human beings, I know some people say, I don't need validation. I used to say I didn't need validation. As human beings, that is a way that we thrive in society. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that or not, but that is a way bonding and communicating with the world around us and we need validation i didn't think i needed validation because i'm gonna tell you why because i was always i was always good i was always clear with everybody and so it didn't seem that much needed to be validated until what i was doing was not valid <laughs> you know and then i was like i really do seek these things um from other people and now I push back from what other people say. I don't stray away from it. But when I hear, but when I hear compliments or when I, you know, you're a good job or this is amazing or I'm so proud of you, whatever it is, I don't know. I don't care. But I interpret it for myself and I sit there and say, are you proud of yourself? You know, are you, are you okay with where you are in life? And and as long as you're okay with that, you can work with that. And if you're not okay with that, you can work with that too. That is, that's growth. And, you know, even when people say they're struggling with life or they know that they need to change, but they don't know how to, that is a part of change. It's understanding you need to change. Even if you don't know how you're going to do it, at least you know that counts for something. And just give yourself some credit. And I think that is, that's, that's a part of this whole journey of growing and understanding more about yourself is giving yourself credit for the things that you do and not seeing any accomplishment as smaller than the next person's because it's not, it's your accomplishment, it's your path, it's your journey, and you decide which direction you want to go with it. And that is, that's just that, you know, and I think that's all I have to say on that, honestly. Yeah, that's about it, but I hope that was a good little pep talk. I don't know if I should make episodes longer or not, but yeah, I just think, you know, validation from people in our, in our society has been so normalized to the point where if you don't get credit from other people from the things that you've done then it doesn't seem valid or it doesn't seem like you did it but at the end of the day if you know that you did it honey you did it that's that's all that matters like for example i was making something a couple days ago i forgot if it was a bracelet or a necklace i don't know but the beads were pink in the container <laughs> and when i put them on the necklace they were clear it's it's hard to explain like they were pink beads but they look clear uh, when you take them out and so i was like this looks clear mom doesn't it i think i should change it 
And then she was like, as long as you know it's pink, that's all that matters. Don't let anybody question your beads. And even though that sounds like, what are you talking about, Queen? Like, that is, that's life. As long as you know what you did and you know your accomplishments, do not let anybody question what you have done. Do not let anybody question your track record because you're aware of that. That's not, that's not their journey. So why are they on it? Why are they on your path? Tell them to get out of your way so you can keep going and you can keep moving. That's what you have to do in life. And um, even with people who are our mentors, who we look up to for inspiration, for a push to, to get in our behinds when we need it, those are also people that you have to say, hey, listen, I understand where you're coming from. I understand you support this, but get off my path, you know. People can only do but so much for us, but we have to do enough for ourselves as well. And I think before we let anybody do anything for us in terms of the approval we may seek, we have to meet them halfway. We have to be confident in the things that we've done. We have to be proud of those accomplishments. Like, for example, with my nonprofit that I stepped away from for a minute, your seat on the table incorporated. I didn't see anything I did as an accomplishment or as successful, if I'm being honest. I saw it as it's not enough and it's not good enough. It's not good enough for me, which means it's not good enough for the people I'm pushing this organization for. So I stopped, but I didn't acknowledge my accomplishments. The fact that I got to meet with Dr. Robin Jopi and speak with my girls about your seat at our table at International Shades of Beauty and Project Cultivate, that is an accomplishment. The fact that we got to go to a Young Women's Summit and talk about radical self-love, that is an accomplishment. Being able to hop on the Google Meet every Thursday or so to talk about to talk about something about ourselves, talk about our passions, to talk about growing um, in our journeys, that's an accomplishment, you know, and I didn't see it as that, and I wasn't proud, I, I didn't take pride in the work that I was doing, and it comes from, it comes from within, it comes from either not seeing yourself as, well, for me, it came from not seeing myself as good enough based off of what the people I look up to were saying, and it came from a place of seeking validation and approval and when I said hey we're doing we're doing this event and you know we're putting these things together to hold these sessions for these young women who are going to be in middle school and high school all over our school county I didn't get the response I want I didn't get the validation I felt that I needed you know and that discouraged me it really did discourage me, even though I was, I was really excited. I didn't feel that I was getting that same love and excitement from the people that I wanted it from. And so I stopped because when I said I was doing, when I said I wanted to do this event or I wanted to reach out to these young ladies or start this program and work with this organization and yada, 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 it was more so of you know, you're being busy, don't do this, don't do that. And you have to understand 
you have to understand your limits, not based on others, but based on your expectations and the things you want to do in life. And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand my limits and I thought that my limits were theirs, but it's not. You are not other people's. You are not solely other people's expectations. That is not what your identity, your beliefs, and your strengths rely on. You rely on yourself. At the end of the day, uh, make your own expectations. Of course, you know, if that is their goal and you want to make them proud, go do that. But don't go out of your way, bending over backwards, hurting yourself to make somebody else proud. When you can't even make yourself proud. Because at the end of the day, the, the things that they saw as accomplishments and as you have exceeded my expectations or I'm so proud of you for this, that, and the third, it was something I really didn't see as valuable, you know, and something that was important, but I saw value in the things that I wanted to do. I saw value in exceeding my own expectations. Like, I see value <laughs> in not getting irritated for five hours i've seen value in that now that's an expectation i have exceeded and i plan on exceeding 10 hours now you know what i'm saying like 12 maybe so the whole point is see value in yourself or else no one will see it in you and no one will have that respect for you that you want because it all comes from you and it's not it's not about going outside of yourself picking up some books i mean pick up some books i'm not saying don't but all these self-help books are really helpful. It's not about going outside of yourself for all these other resources. That is honestly, for me, it was just a way of coping with you need to, you got some things you need to work out. But it all starts from within. It really starts with sitting down, even though you feel like you're being lazy, sitting down and thinking. Even if you're not thinking, like if your mind is blank, a thought is going to come in at some point. It starts with what it starts with getting uncomfortable um for me i'm uncomfortable with the quiet and that's what it started with and that is still something that's uncomfortable but still something i'm continuing with to work on so start with yourself from within so you don't rely on things outside of yourself in an effort to maintain happiness it all comes from inside you and then that is that that was my next step in radical self-love and self-care so yeah i hope you enjoyed the talk i would love to talk with you guys i'll probably drop a q a question to start a discussion and yeah let me know what you think let me know what was your next step after what was your next step in self-care what was your first step in self-truth and being honest with yourself and looking in the mirror and saying this is what you need to do where did you start and how was that process going and do you see the changes now you know like what's up with you how you doing <laughs> so um let me know and i really would enjoy talking with you all and just see what we come up with if you have tips on how to do better in life if you have recommendations on books, on meditations, guided, unguided, anything, feel free to share it. I'll see you guys next week. I hope you have an incredibly amazing 
morning, afternoon, evening, night. Be safe. Stay happy. Peace, love, and light. That is all for this, well, night for me, but that is all I have today. I hope that you enjoyed. I really do. And I hope that you're able to get something from it. And um, yes, I will drop a Q&A just if you want to share, you know, your journey on um, the path of radical self-love or anything like that. Um, but yes, I am trying to get better with posting on Saturdays these past two weeks just have been kind of crazy with school and everything but um I got it I promise next episode coming out Saturday (laughs) um and the next one is going to be on self-truth and being honest to ourselves and um just not learning to not give ourselves the benefit of the doubt when we it's not the right time to do so. So I hope that you tune into that one and you enjoy it. But that is all I have for tonight. So um, you be safe. You be sure to smile and keep a space of peace and light and um, just vibrant energy. Anyways, um, like I always say, have a wonderful